Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast sold out. With me, your host, Freddy Loso. It's a two-man show tonight. So it's a my better show. Host, the Devil's Advocate, Robert Fay. Well, yesterday we lost Chris Youngblood. If you're not familiar who who he is, he was part of a tag team called the Youngbloods. Really big in big in Puerto Rico. Uh, had a couple of brothers, Mark and Jay Youngblood, also two very famous wrestlers back in the day. So uh, that's our loss for this week. Damn! It always seems like it's a it's a wrestler's death. Well, I try to do debuts or deaths. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they're either coming or going. <laughs> exactly. All right, so yesterday marked the 25th anniversary of the debut of the New World Order, the most, I would say, revolutionary group in sports entertainment. That was when Hulk Hogan turned on WCW and joined the Outsiders. What were your thoughts when that happened? Well, I mean, I, you know, I remember it vividly and i remember it all started with scott hall right scott hall showing up on nitro wandering through the crowd and people are like who's that who's that and you're like well that's razor ramon Mm -hmm. but it can't be razor ramon right because he he doesn't work and and, you know and you wonder what was going on and then i'll tell you the one that the two things that, that really stand out for me in the very beginning was uh when they put eric bischoff through a table because back then, they didn't, announcers really weren't part of the show. They didn't get attacked and things like that. So when that happened, that was... And then I remember Rey Mysterio being used as a lawn dart. <laughs> yeah. Right? And like things like that didn't happen. Yeah. You, you didn't get invasion storylines. And you didn't get guys from other shows showing up with that, that way. I mean, guys would show up from one place to the next. But it would be more like they would beat up some guy on TV... They'd have some preliminary matches, right? And they'd start to build up. These guys showed up and basically took the show over, right? And you remember all the buildup. Who's going to be their third partner? Who's And you couldn't – and you know, this is, again, for you kids out there, this is, the internet rumors weren't as big, right? The internet was still kind of young. So you weren't getting – you know, there was no speculation on who it was. People were just taking guesses at that point. They had no idea. Right. And when Hulk Hogan came out, you're like, ah, oh, here he comes, going to save the day. And when he dropped that leg on Savage, you were like, oh, wait a minute. What the hell just happened? And Hulk Hogan went from an also ran, nobody cared, to a main event player once again. Right. Right, just like that, overnight, he got his, he's got his mojo back. He's, he's back at the top. And then it went from there. I mean, the problem, you know, again, the NWO was awesome. The other thing I wanted to mention is, you remember we had DX going around almost around the same time. Right. When do you get two factions like that to show up at the same time? And you know, I mean, it's, it's almost like it was too much gravy. You know what I mean? They had The Rock, yeah. they had Austin, they had you had all this greatness going on all at the same time. Mm-hmm. All right? You couldn't. You wish they could have spread it out a little bit because now you know we're kind of going through that drought where we don't have this greatness on both shows. We have a little here, a little there, but right. But you know, they ended up killing it. You know, it wasn't going to last forever. But I mean, when you started putting in guys like Stevie Ray and Virgil and Scott Norman. Brian Adams, yeah. you know, 
you knew it wasn't going to last. And then you started with NWO Red and NWO White. And, you know, it just... Right. But for a while there, it was the greatest thing on TV. Nitro was can't-miss television. Yeah. For me, I was a huge Hall & Nash fan, as I still am now. So to see them come over, I was shell-shocked. I probably wore out the previous button on my remote going back and forth <laughs> um seeing nash powerbomb freaking bischoff and his f- famous line that he threw out um this is where the big boys play well the big boys just showed up that will live with me forever because it was just yeah. it was a perfect line it's like all right well now we're here, so get ready. Yeah, it was a perfect circumstance. Mm-hmm. Really and, you know, is. this is before we even knew about the curtain call. Mm-hmm. So, like, they had just left, and you're like, you know, they were one day there, the next day they were gone, and you were like, all right, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Scott Hall? What? What is he? Yeah. Who's Scott Hall? Yeah. And what's he doing on WC? Why is he walking through the, you know, why is Razor Ramon walking through the crowd? And it was perfect because he just grabbed a mic in the middle of a match, and just started talking, and you're like, "What the hell is he doing? This can't yeah, be. Was... This can't be a part of it, you know." Yep. And like I said, no internet to ruin it, so right. it was all fresh. You had no idea what was going. You had to tune in week to week because you had to find out what was going to happen next. Exactly. Now, was... I wanted to throw this out to you: if you could remake mm-hmm. the NWO now, uh, NWO, you know, 3.0, because we've had reincarnations <laughs> over and over again with current superstars. Who would you do it with? I don't think it could work. Female, anybody. I don't think it could work. I I don't think you can. I I I, now with the internet, everybody would know who the members are. Ten, you know, a week before. Right. I mean, I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? It was like it was like them against everybody. Right. And nobody seems to be willing to do that anymore. You know, everybody's. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you. I, I guess the closest you could say would be Kenny Omega and Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows and the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you would call they're pretty much them against everybody at this point, right? So I guess they would be the closest. I, WWE. I don't know. You know, I don't know who you could put together like that. That you'd have to take. It would have to be like, I, I mean, the Shield to me was close. Yeah. They were right. I mean, the Shield was probably the next closest thing because it was them against everybody. They didn't have any allegiances with anybody except themselves. Right. And they would take shows over, right? I mean, they would come down out of the crowd and attack people. I mean, that's NWO all the way. Yeah, that, so I don't know. That was the closest at the time, and then they started to be mercenaries, and then they ruined it. Yeah. Well, like anything else. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's gonna last. Now, speaking of debuts, we had AW Road Rager last night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes. Um, we had the debut of Malachi Black, a.k.a. Alistair Black. I was impressed with the debut, the way they kept it quiet, the way... Um, you know, everybody thought it was a 90-day no-compete, so they were thinking, what, September time where you'd see him? 
And then he shows up last night, obviously, against Cody Rhodes. Surprise, surprise there. But um, I thought it was well done. I thought it was a well-kept secret. Um, I like the debut. I like the surprise to it. Taking out Arn, taking out Cody. I just want to see where they go from here. On a side note, I had a question for you. Mm -hmm. What is Cody Rhodes' purpose? And the question, let me let me flesh it out for you a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's not going to wrestle for the world title. Right. Right? He's not putting anybody over. Right. I'm hoping that Malachi Black is the one he puts over, if this is the where, because apparently this is where we're going. Right. So I don't really understand his purpose. I mean, you would the QT Marshall feud, while it's totally not interesting to mm-hmm. me, he has yet to put any one of them over. He's beaten them all. Right. Right. So it's no longer a feud, in my opinion. If you don't win any of the matches, like that's over now, right? I guess he moves on and QT goes nowhere. Basically, like everybody and that whole, else. That whole group goes nowhere. Right. So what was the point of the heel turn then? To bring you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, Maybe, I, like, I, I don't, don't understand why Cody exists. I think it's he's in charge and he has to put himself on the show. His figure has to be the first one out. His He has to be on every poster. He It's like he can't get out of his own way. Well, I mean, he's painted himself into a corner, right? Right. And he can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. I don't really understand the point. He's on the show last night. He beats QT Marshall. All right. I mean, that feud's over now, I guess. Malachi Black comes out, you know, hits him and Arn. Okay. I, I don't really get where he fits in anymore. Right. You know, to me, if, if that's the case, he should, he should be in the background then and stop wrestling. Right. He should be, or come out for special Kevin occasions. Sullivan? What's right. that? He should be like Kevin Sullivan. He's the booker. Yeah. He's fighting on the card, but he's not a main focal point. He's not putting himself over constantly in that. But aspect, he's doing all that. Yeah. No, but I'm saying he should be like, Kevin Sullivan, who was well, yeah. I mean, you know? I, if I were him, I would, I would take myself off TV, right? Right, because I mean, he's, he's not really doing. And, and I have nothing against Cody. I think he's doing a good. I think they're doing a good job and all that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, I don't really get him as a wrestler anymore. If he's not going to compete for the world title, if he's not going to put guys over, what is his purpose? Right. You know. So, like, I guess you know, Malachi Black comes in now. I guess, you know. Cody should not lose to him. I mean, Cody should lose to him is what I, what I mean. He should right. be putting him over, right, to make him the next challenger or whatever. My only other problem moving back to Malachi is I don't know where he fits in. I, I keep saying the Dark, the dark Order needs a leader. Mm-hmm. He would be the perfect choice. Right, but they're kind of partnered up with Paige now, right, for the time being? Well, they is have it... been all along, but, I mean, right. they're also kind of just – wandering around without purpose. Right. So you think he could come in and be like, look, what the hell are you guys doing? You know, you used to be at the lead faction here. Now you're a bunch of nobodies. I can lead you back to the top. Right. You know, and you get them some high profile wins. You get him a win, you know, somewhere. I don't know, but I don't, I don't really see the point. I'm wondering, I don't know where he fits in. Once this feud with Cody is over. That he hopefully comes out ahead. 
Right. Like, the thing with him, do you have him kind of, you know, beat Cody and then try to pursue the Dark Order, you know, try to impress them, try to, like, hang out in the background, come out during their matches just to scout, stuff like that, and then say, all right, look, I've been watching you guys from afar, from, you know, whatever. You need me. Kind of make it like a love-hate at the beginning, and then they finally embrace him and he leads them. Well, so what it's about, not just I mean, with, automatic. With this, with, this whole thing with Hangman Page, right? Mm-hmm. So Hangman wins the title, and Malachi Black comes out and says, all right, you guys supported him all this time. What did it get you? Right. Right? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Come with me. And I'll show you how to. I'll I'll get you guys ahead. Right. And then you put them back on the map. You get you shrink you shrink them down a little bit. You cut loose a couple of guys, and you make them more. You know, I, I don't. And maybe you know. Then you have maybe black and challenge for the world title. Right. You know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know where he fits in. It's a it's a good signing. I mean, I, he should be wrestling. He should be on TV. Right. Where and how and what he's going to do, I don't know. So, according to uh, PW Insider, the reports were that WWE didn't update his no-compete from 30 days to 90 days in his original contract. And that's why he was able to show up 30 days after he was out. I mean, do they did they care? They didn't care when they had him. Right. You know what I mean? He was going to debut there anyway. Everybody knew it, right. Yeah, I mean, so what's the difference, right? Mm-hmm. He was when he got released. The first thing they said they're either going to bring him back because they brought his wife back, or he's going to sign with AEW. Right. So, thirty days, ninety days. What's the difference? <clears throat> the one thing I hope that they don't do with him is like they done with everybody else that comes from WWE. The minute they get the mic, they bitch and complain about WWE, and then they they move on with their whole shtick. For me, leave that out. We've seen it with Miro, with um, who else? With Zack Ryder. Britt Baker. Britt Baker just made a comment this week. She did. Yeah. Right. She she called out Saudi Arabia, right, and the Saudi Arabia card. So I mean, they're still doing it. Right. Jericho does it. I don't think Alistair Black should say anything. Or sorry, Malachi Black should say anything for a while. Mm-hmm. I think it should be all a mystery about what he's doing. Right. Kinda so when like he finally Sting speaks, it means something. Kind of like Sting back in the day when he came out with the whole crow gimmick where he didn't say anything. You just saw Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, let them speculate. Mm-hmm. And then when the time is right, like I said, whatever, where they're going, then he can state his, you know, Cody can be like, I don't know why this guy's after me, whatever. And if I were him, I wouldn't say a word. Right. You know? Or the other thing I can see them doing is maybe trying to pull Darby away from Sting. And match him up. You know, and, and maybe, you know, him like, you know, Sting's not doing anything for you. He's not taking you anywhere. You know, you join me and you and I can rule AEW. I don't know. I'm trying to think what I would do with that character. Right. You know, after he's done with Cody. Yeah, because <clears throat> Cody has to get. First dibs at everybody that comes in. I mean, that's fine as long as he's going to do the job. Right. 
I mean, if he if he beats Malachi Black, then they should never have bothered signing him. They could have let him beat any a lot of other people. Right. But if he's going to be the first guy in the door and he's going to lose to set the stage, that's fine. I have no problem with that. Like I said, I don't know what Cody's role is anymore. Right. Because he's obviously not helping QT Marshall and his crew at all. He's beating them all. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and you're not competing for the title. So, what are you doing exactly? What What's your role? I don't get it. Yeah, you're not holding any titles either. So, or, well, you're not competing for them. Never mind holding them. He's just not going to go after the world title. So, what's the point? Right. And I don't see him going after Miro. Right. Right? So, I mean, so where are we at? You know, I don't know why he ever put that stipulation that he would never go after the world title. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, maybe over time, he'll, they'll just, if he wants it, they'll just act like it never happened. Yeah, kind of like a uh, forgive and forget kind of deal. Like, did I don't remember saying that. Do you remember saying that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, that, only, no that was only for that. a year. There's a whole loophole in the contract, like the loser leave town, uh, you know, matches. Right. Found a loophole in the deal. Yeah. I was supposed to dye my hair blonde. It wasn't. It <laughs> was, I wasn't gonna not challenge for the title ever again. Now, what did you think of the rest of the card? Uh I'm trying to even think what was on it. Was oh Pen, uh, Penta and Eddie Kingston, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, look, look, you knew they weren't going to win, but Penta, you know, and Penta and Kingston are entertaining. Right. It, that so, that I thought was a good match. Yeah. And then um, I'm try. I don't even remember what some of the other matches were. Here, I'll do you remember any I'll, of the other matches? I'll do uh, encyclopedia duties tonight. <laughs> and I, you know what? The sad part is I watched it like last night and this morning, <laughs> and I can't remember what I watched. Exactly. I'm like, what was the main event? I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, so we had, um, like you said, Penta and Kingston versus the Young Bucks. We had Cody and QT Marshall. Mm. Um, the Inner Circle, Hager, Ortiz, oh, right. and Santana with Conan right. versus the Pinnacle. Um, and then the... Yeah, we had... Jericho, um, MJF signing. Mm-hmm. We had Andrade and Matt Seidel. That match was actually better than it probably should have been. Yeah. I'm not a fan of um, Andrade's finisher. It's weird. Is that the one me. he always used? I don't think so. Was it? Yeah, it was the Hammerlock DDT, right? Yeah, it just... It looked yeah. weird last night. Like, it didn't look right. Well, I thought it was funny is suddenly last night they're like, Matt Seidel's the number number five contender. Since when? Yeah. I've seen him wrestle on TV a, few, a couple weeks ago. He, he lost. Yeah. How is he the number five cont- contender to what? <laughs> to falling off the top rope or botching every entrance that he does? <laughs> like, what? what are we doing? Number five contender to fall off the top rope. I don't know how – yeah, they were like number – I'm like, okay, I, you know, the, the rule I, – I, you know, a few weeks ago – Hangman Page was number one contender, then he wasn't, now he is, then Jewish Jungle Boy, then he's not. I don't know. So they don't even know who it is. I couldn't I couldn't tell you. They don't know. They change it week to week. Right. Um the other match I did enjoy. Oh man. That Hager match and Santana. I I enjoyed 
you know, Santana and um, Ortiz. Ortiz's whole their tag team dynamic really intrigues me, and them versus um, they've been champion, right? Not in AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's odd. Yeah, you would think that, and I they would be yeah. And Penta and um, Ray Phoenix have never been champions either, right? That's mm-hmm. yeah, they they. That's a, an odd. Though, two of the better tag teams. It's been never with touching the, gold. The Young Bucks. Right, and Omega and Page. Omega and Page. FTR. FTR, and I think that's it. Because it took them a while to debut their tag titles in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, not not having Ortiz and Santana or Ray, uh, Phoenix and Penta are, is shocking. I mean, Ray Phoenix is always hurt, so I get yeah, that one. True. Yeah, but um, Santana and Ortiz. You know, it's interesting too. A lot of people have disappeared from AEW. Like, where's Chuck Taylor? Mm-hmm. And uh, who else was I thinking of? I, I right before we started, I thought of somebody who else I haven't seen in a while. I can't think of it right now. Well, we saw Archer for the first time in a while. Yeah. Last night. Sting. I haven't seen Sting in a minute. Well, you know, Sting is not a act, is not on, like, the active roster. Like, right. he's a special attraction. I don't have a problem with him not being there. But, like, Chuck Taylor was on every week. And I know uh, what's-his-name is hurt. His tag, team par- um, his tag team partner is hurt. He's gonna hurt his neck. Right. So he's out for a while. But I, Chuck Taylor I haven't seen at all. It was yeah, a good show. Really I mean, it wasn't great. It was good. It wasn't yeah. pay-per-view worthy, that's for sure, but it was a good dynamite. Right. In the middle of the whole NBA Finals run where they were getting bounced around, it was decent. Yep. We did have a All random right. uh, appearance from Dan Lambert from America's Top Team to get, uh, was it the Razor's Edge? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. did you watch The Great American Bash? I did. And what did you think? I caught it while I was on vacation. Um, I enjoyed it. There was nothing that was like, oh my god, this this was amazing. I did enjoy the match between Cole and O'Reilly. I thought that was a good match. Um, other than that, there wasn't really... Much else that stuck out to me? What did you think of it? Um, you know, I'm really not a fan of this, uh, the, the tag, the women's tag team belts bouncing around so much. I don't know why they keep flip-flopping it from one team to the next. I mean, this one, like, um, I know, uh, what's her name came back and, and, uh, Distracted Candlestick Array, which is fine, but now this is the fourth fourth set of tag team champions we've had, and the belt's not even a year old. Right? Is it even you know like four months old yet? I think it's like six months old, maybe. Right. If that, may, you might be right. It may be even less. Um, I, I don't understand all the flip flopping. It, it doesn't really, you know, like it doesn't really hold well for the teams. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm trying to see here. Yeah, March 10th, 
Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez one. So what is that? March, April, May, June, July. So we're you're right. It's like six months. Six, yeah. A little less than six months. We've had four different teams. <clears throat> Not even the same teams. Four different teams. Right. And Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez only reigned for a night or a couple hours. Right. right? They, they, they dropped lost right immediately away. to Amber Moon and Shotzi. Yeah. Uh, I don't really get Zoe Stark. I, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see why they're pushing her. I don't. I don't think she's as great as they're making her out to be. I mean, Io Shirai is, you know, otherworldly. Yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah. Um, but I don't get it. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, overall, I thought the card was uh, was decent. Um, I, I was saying this to Anthony last week. I really don't get how you can go from a no rules match to a regular match. With any kind of excitement, right? right? We had Kyle O'Reilly yeah. beat Adam Cole. I mean, beat him bad, and now a month later or so, we get a regular match. I, I don't understand where it flip flopped. When did when did we lose? When did we go from regular matches to gimmick matches to gimmick matches then regular matches? It was always the gimmick match was the the payoff. Right, you or or you started out with a regular match, and then you had several gimmick matches. Right, you didn't start out like with the feud ender, and then you continue on. Right, right, because I mean, what were they? Re- how what were they really going to do to themselves? Like, I looked at Adam Cole pin O'Reilly, and I'm like, but he did so much worse to him in the other match. Right. So what what was the point of this? Right. Right, and and why did Kyle O'Reilly get pinned so easily here when he when he was like dropped through a table and dropped you know dropped on his head eighty times? This match mm-hmm. he didn't take nearly as much punishment and gave it up right away. <laughs> right, that's what I'm talking it. about. So it doesn't make any yeah. sense. I don't I don't follow that logic. But Anthony and I both picked Adam Cole to win, no doubt, because fifty fifty booking. Right, they were going to have Cole lose again because you know there's going to be another match. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. What kind of match? I don't know. I guess it's going to be an amateur style match if we're going in this in this order, <laughs> right. or it'll be thumb wrestling. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have the arm wrestling match next. Um, La Knight versus Grimes was an obvious one once that stipulation was put in place. Everybody knew Cameron Grimes was going to lose. Exactly. Even though he's probably doing his best wrestling right now. Right. I would agree with. I would definitely agree with you on that. And he then, you know, I have me. to say, uh, you know, MSK, I really think they dropped the ball on that one. I think Ciampa and Thatcher have way more personality and would be way more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good match, but I think MSK, I don't know, I don't, something's happened to them. I'm not, I'm not really excited about them. Well, aren't they originally missing their third member that didn't come over yes. with them? Yeah, they were on impact. Right. Um, there was they were the rascals and there was three of them. I mean, not even that though. I mean, they had that big story when they came over, right? They were these young guys, always in fan. Like they got this big. Then they won, and now they've done nothing with them since then. They teamed them up with Bronson Reed, right? Right, and you know, and basically done nothing with them since then. So right. to me, it's, they were it's the same the, thing. The, the, right. The fun interview has been Champa and, and Thatcher. They're the ones that pushed the match, right? Right, I mean MSK, like Anthony and I both picked Champa and Thatcher to win because mm-hmm. we're like MSK has kind of lost their momentum, right? You know, 
Now, but and in the other, how would you ahead. how would you fix them? You you got to keep pushing the story. You got to give them something. You got to you got to their interviews suck. Right. You got to give them. They got to get some kind of personality. They they can do it in the ring. They can't do it outside the ring. Right. I mean, if you look look at everyone on this show. Look at L.A. Knight. Look at Grimes. Mm-hmm. Look at Io Shirai. Look at the way. Look at Cole. What do they all have in common besides great workers? They all can talk. They can all talk. Right. And who's Every... missing from that list? MSK. Right. Right. Yeah. The other thing I'll say is I don't get uh, that whole group with um, Hit Row. Uh, yeah, with like that whole rap thing. I fast forwarded over it. It was so mm-hmm. long. It was way too long. I don't care about that. Right. I want to see them in the ring. Yeah. I could care less about any of that. So I, as soon as they started doing that, I was like, let's get to the wrestling. A lot of wrestling. Why isn't he wrestling? A lot of people were saying, is that going to work once you have 20,000 fans in the arena? I don't think so. It was way too, it was way too too long. long. Yeah. Way too long. Yeah. And what's, what's the whole deal with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Indy Hartwell. And, um, I like Indy. Don't pick on her. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just, I don't know where they're going with it, with her and Dexter Loomis. They've done nothing with that. Every once in a while it pops up. Right? You're like, all right, where where are we going? He keeps like, catching like, her. This should this should have been done already. Right. Yes or no, move on. Right. He yeah. keeps carrying you to the back, like, let's let's storyline progress this instead of just having it randomly pop up. Yeah, and for a while there, I mean, he hasn't wrestled in a while either. He's only I wonder if he's hurt, because he's only shown up in backstage stuff. Right. His last match was with Grimes, wasn't it? Yeah. I think? Yeah. Yeah, probably. It was a while ago. Yeah. They had that, he like, might, weird he might be house. And they just haven't mentioned it. Yeah. And then next week we get Kyrian Cross and Johnny Gargano with special guest referee Samoa Joe. So do you think Cross loses and goes up to the main roster? I think that's I think that's the plan. He's had his tryout, right? So where he can't really talk, so he can't carry an NXT. You can move him up to the main roster, but then you're in the same same position. He well, first no... of all, Bronson Reed, who they've also speculated, can't talk either. Right. So they're bringing up these guys, and they're not ready. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, what the rush is. Mm-hmm. Give them time to figure it out. I mean, Bronson Reed never talked on the mic, and now you know he, you find he's got this really strong accent. And you're like, oh boy. Right. You know, if it was if it was me, Bronson Reed. We'll get into the whole Jimmy Uso thing later, but Jimmy Uso's probably going to be off TV for a while. I would match him up with Roman Reigns. He's your big, giant monster. That you can put like his enforcer. Roman. Yep, put him behind Roman. He doesn't have to talk. You've got Heyman for that. You've got uh, Jay Uso, and you run with the Samoan dynasty. I, I know he's not Samoan, but he's from. I was gonna say Uso. He's not Samoan Uso. No, he, he's not Samoan Uso, but he's got the tattoos. Yeah, yeah, he, he can could fit, fit in. in. You could Roman could say, "I saw you," and you know, you've got potential, and right. 
I want to make you part of the family, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they can make that work. It would, mm-hmm. it would look weird if they tried that with Cross. So <laughs> Yes, definitely. It would, it would be very weird. But I think that's a way you can go and hide his inability to talk and put him with a learning group and just let him figure it out as it goes. And would you put Cross on Raw? I would put Cross on Raw, yeah. I mean, Raw's been floundering for a while. He might be a little bit of a ratings boost, but Raw is I don't know. I mean, so bad. You know, they have, they have done really bad with the NXT people they've brought up. I mean, like, I don't know what the big secret is about Keith Lee. I don't know why we can't know what's going on with him. Why is Mia Yim not being used? She hasn't wrestled in forever. Is she sitting in catering waiting for the call? If any division needs women, it's the Raw women's division, right? Because yeah. all we have is Charlotte and we have uh, Rhea and then we have everybody else. Yeah. Right? And Even Marie, no, nobody else distinguished themselves. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. On that note, I had a question for you. Right. Eva Marie. Your favorite. Well, here here's my point. You bring her back, right? Mm-hmm. You show her wrestling in the ring. You show her trying to te- learn her skills and get to be better. Mm-hmm. How much wrestling has she actually done? Minimal at best? Practically none. Right. right. She tags in. She gets hit. She tags out. Right. Right? She goes on the mic and she proclaims herself the winner of every match, even though she hasn't done anything, right? Right. When you go for cheap heat, there has to be a payoff. Right. You got to take an ass whipping. What's the point. payoff? Right. Yeah. What's the, exactly. You said it. You got to take an ass whipping. What's the payoff in this? Mm-hmm. I think the Where payoff. Where is this going? I think her partner, whatever, what's her name? I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I think eventually turns on her. The, and the, that's more, the, the more athletic, uh, what's her name? What's the other the big one on the Raw? I can't think of her name right now. Nia Jax. Yeah, the more athletic Nia Jax. Yeah. Um, I think that's the payoff here. I think she finally turns on Eva Marie and is saying, well, I've done everything. You haven't done shit. And she gives Eva Marie the ass open and gets propelled forward. But, I mean, what is the point of having all of these vignettes showing her in the ring wrestling and then don't let her wrestle? Right. And and her comment is stupid as she is. She's like, well, if people are talking about me, there's a, there's always a difference. Right. There's people talking about you, and there's people going, I'm going to turn off my TV, or I'm going to boo you out of the arena. Right? We always talk about X Pac heat. X Pac heat. Yeah. She has X Pac heat and doesn't realize it. They're not talking about her because they hate her. They're talking about her because they don't want to look at her. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, she's I mean, eye candy. Hate but that's Charlotte, about it. but they watch Charlotte. Right. right. I mean, I hate Charlotte, but I want to watch because I want to see if you're, she'll get her ass kicked. Even Marie comes out, I turn off the TV. I change the channel. I come back a little later when she's not on the TV. Right. You know what I mean? There's there's cheap heat and there's good heat. She gets the cheap heat. Right. It's the, I don't uh, understand. The Mick Foley here in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, the reverse. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, don't, I, I, don't I don't know, know where they're going with it. I don't know what the end game for her is I don't get it now before we keep going with WWE I wanted to jump back to AEW real quick 
we had a yeah. fan jump into the ring, catch an <laughs> ass whooping on his way out. When are these fans going to learn? When are when are they going to realize? Hey, these guys will really beat my ass. What you don't realize, what well, I'm not saying you. I mean collectively. What people right. don't realize is that when you get in the ring, you're you're open season. Right. And they will take pot shots at you. Like I I I don't know if you if you go on YouTube and you see any of those clips where fans enter the ring. Mm-hmm. They get this sick look on their face when a fan gets near the ring. Oh, yeah. Because they know that it's free shot time. Yeah. <laughs> you climbed in my ring. Like, I, I've, there's one like that sticks out in particular where a guy can't in the ring, and Randy Savage literally kicked the guy in the head like ten times <laughs> while, while security held him. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't sue. Yeah. And you're going to get hurt. <laughs> and these guys Stay are out of the... all muscle heads and do this for a living. These are all guys that you are. Some of them are on steroids yes. <laughs> and are, have, have anger issues <laughs> and are barely keeping it together. <laughs> and you and your beer with your beer muscles decide to get in the ring. <laughs> You're going to get your ass. Well, it's like you remember when the guy came in and tackled Bret Hart. Do you remember that yep. ass whooping he took from FTR, Davy Boy, all these guys on his way out? They wanted to fucking murder this guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, going back even further, <clears throat> the guy that knocked Eddie off the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, there are t- guys that have tried to get in the ring. Scott Hall, I remember. Yep. Guy, guy was like laying on the apron, and Scott Hall kicked him like twice on the top of the head with his, with, like, as hard as he played. You can tell, like he wound up. He was Fucking like, soccer Ugh. kicked the shit out of wound him. Wound up, yeah. I mean, he was just like, let, hold him for a second because I really want to get some momentum mm-hmm. going. Cause I really want to kick this guy hard. And you know what? You don't get on TV because the yeah. camera veers away from you. It's like running on the field at a baseball game. They don't give you the, the attention you want. Right. All you're going to get is an ass whipping. For free. So For free. Yeah. stay out of the ring. Yeah. It just, it's a show. It you're not no in the sense. show. Exactly. Exactly. Don't become part of the show. Yeah. They don't want you there. You paid your ticket to sit in the stands. Right. That's you're a it. fan. Yeah. Cheer and boo if you like. Exactly. That should be as far as it goes. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, back to WWE. Hang on one second. I sat, I sat ringside at an ECW show, mm-hmm. and that is one show I certainly would not touch any of the wrestlers. No way. And they were being slammed right in front of me, and I was just, I was just like this, like, <laughs> Go ahead. Those crazy, those crazy guys would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> no, sir, Taz, please don't touch no. me. New Jack, Sabu, no, Sandman, yeah, no, All right. no. Bubba, please stay away. Bubba, I love you. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> now, speaking of Bubba, what did you think of his response? I believe it was last week to, I believe, was it Eddie Kingston? Where he told him to, because Eddie Kingston got on the mic after an AEW show and talked shit about WWE. And Bubba went on his podcast and told him to shut his mouth and stay in his lane. And he was pretty pissed about him going on about WWE when he really's never been there. I, I see where Bubba's coming from. Where do you think that leads? And do you think Bubba has a point? I think AEW should stop talking about WWE, period. I agree. 
even if it's off mic, you know, after the fact, worry about your show. Right. You're not even on the same nights anymore. So nobody cares. Right. And you know, and, and Eddie Kingston yeah. to me seems like, you know, he wanted to be part of WWE and didn't make it. Because, I mean, let's face it, he does not look like a wrestler. He looks like he should be driving a truck to the show. Right. Not saying he's not a good wrestler, not saying he's not great on the mic, but he's not prototypical WWE. Right. Right. So I can see Vince being like, yeah, mm, no. Right. You know, tell the beer vendor to pick up his thing and get out of here, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, my, again, my advice stay out of the ring, fans, and stop talking about WWE, <laughs> AEW wrestlers. Right. Like, I, I just don't get what the hard on is for all these aw guys to have to mention wwe it's like that rah rah cheerleader kind of stuff you know i'm aew yeah you know other guys suck yeah meanwhile yeah. half you guys have worked there yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's like being traded from the yankees to the mets and going you know the yankees suck you know mets are the best you know? mets are the best team in town yeah curtis granderson yeah meanwhile most wrestling fans watch both shows Exactly. So you're not getting me to, you know, I'm going to write, watch what I want. I don't really care what your opinion is, Eddie Kingston, to be honest <laughs> with you. Exactly. You know. So we touched on Gargano and Cross. That's going to lead Cross to the main roster. Um, Kevin Owens called Paul Heyman on Talking Smack. And told him his plans to win Money in the Bank and go after Roman Reigns. Is this leading to KO getting back into the title picture to face Roman again? Uh, is this just talking smack, being talking smack, and throwing shit out there? And do we really want to see KO and Roman again? Because it's going to be the same outcome. Roman's not losing it until at least Mania, I think. I mean, look, KO has a legitimate beef. He's never lost clean. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, he had his chance. I think he's just talking out his ass, you know, trying to promote money in the bank. Right. Now, I did see a stat. Roman hasn't lost clean since 2019. Yeah, sounds about right. He hasn't won clean either. Right. But I feel like WWE's... The only guy they've gotten it right with over the past year and a half, other than Bailey, and 2020 Bailey, like 2021 Bailey has been crap, but um, it's been Roman. He's your champion. He's your heel. He hasn't taken clean losses. He hasn't had clean wins. He's your, you know, early 90s heel. In my opinion, what do you think about that? Um, you don't think they've done it right with Bobby Lashley? Like him or hate him? I mean, he's kind of you know, he's kind of dominating his brand. Yeah, they've they've built him the right way. I'm just I'm not a huge Bobby Lashley fan, so I kept I'm not him out, either. But I'm I saying, kept him I'm out not on a, Roman on a either. But right. Um, you know, as far as the money in the bank, the bigger tragedy would be if Drew won. And we had to put up with another Drew Bobby Lashley series because we've okay. done that already. Right. Um, 
to me, you're right. I would if I had to rank who they've done right lately, Roman would be number one. Right. And then, like you said, Bailey would be right up there. Um, notwithstanding the crap they've put her through now. Right. Um, but other than that, I can't think anybody else really. Maybe Sheamus. To a point, I mean, he's he's yeah. been in the main event. He's been, you know, he's U.S. champion right now. I mean, he's there. He's done okay. Everything else has been a shambles, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. <clears throat> I, no, I don't think I could put five people together that I think they've done right. Yeah, it would maybe be you know, four. maybe finally Riddle. They're starting to get on the right page with Riddle. I can see that. Right. I mean, he's fine. He's he's in the main event picture now. I mean, he has to be. He's pinned Drew McIntyre. He's pinned AJ Styles. Right. Let's see if it lasts. He's the only one from NXT they seem to know what they were doing with. Right. And it's and he started out as a comedy act, right? He was a comedy he act still is. for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see where where they're getting it right with him. It's just hopefully they don't fuck it up like they've done with everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost inevitable. Right. He I can see winning money in the bank. Now would and then would you give it to? Him then you got to figure out who would he challenge at that point, right? Right. Yeah, could be interesting. <laughs> it'll be it'll be an interesting topic of conversation if he uh, if he winds up pulling it out. Yeah. Now we did get the announcement that WWE will um, have SmackDown being held at the Rolling Loud Miami twenty twenty one festival this month with a live crowd. Uh, it seems to me like, what was it? Um, the old WCW spring break shows where the rings in the middle of the, the pool. I was going to say, I don't even know what rolling loud Miami is. When I saw that, I was like, what is that? Is that a festival or something? Yeah. I think it's a music festival. If I'm not mistaken, please hold. <laughs> please hold. <laughs> Come on, Encyclopedia. Where the hell are you? He's at a Red Bulls game, all right? Encyclopedia is enjoying his time. Yeah, it's a music festival. Yeah, it's a three-day music festival. So it'll be surrounded by people who don't give two shits about wrestling, like Road Wild? Basically. It is not their demographic. Yeah. Yeah. So another live uh, event aspect Madison Square Garden is requiring Madison Square Garden is requiring full vaccinations for those who those 16 and over that want to attend Smackdown in September under 16 and older needs a negative test do you think one they're going to have a, a full house two this is the way sporting events are going to be going or is this just WWE? It's not just sporting events. They had a Foo Fighters concert. Uh, I think it was last month that was you. You had to be required. You had to be vaccinated to be there. To be there. Um, are you vaccinated? No, I'm not. Okay. I am. Okay. Uh, I was against it. I'm still against it. But mm-hmm. in speaking with my wife and all that, we kind of made a decision. Right. To do it, um, 
I think this is the this is going to be a problem. I mean, there uh, the the person I knew who went to the Foo Fighters concert said there were people protesting outside. Right. Right. And I think this is the way things are going to be for now on. Um. I don't agree with it. Right. But at the same time, I think this is and and. Where whereas I don't think the government can tell you to get vaccinated. I think the venues can decide that's they what they can. want, and that's how they're getting around it. I don't know. You know, I don't like it. I don't like being told what to do right. with my body. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against the vaccines. I just I want to see more from what's going on before I do get vaccinated. So, but if I got to my line is, you know, when I grow the third arm, I hope it comes out in a, in a convenient spot right. so I can use it. <laughs> right. You know, that, that's our line. My wife and I say, you know, that third arm would be cool in the middle of my back. I'd be able to carry more stuff. You know? right. I can open the door if I got both hands full of groceries. I'll be all right. right. Yeah. I can hug, you know, you in the front and somebody else in the back. You know? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> now, before we get into our AEW uh, Fighter Fest Night One picks, Jimmy Uso arrested again for a DUI of a point two oh five, which is well above the legal limit. Well, I think the legal limit was point zero eight. Right? Zero eight. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is his you know, fourth or fifth. I think it's for DUI? Fourth. Fourth, yeah. Maybe third, third or fourth. Does does somebody does no one love him? Is he not married? Jimmy, I don't think so. It's Jay that's with Naomi, I believe. I can't remember. I can't I don't, remember, I don't remember my, which one. My point is I felt the same way about Jeff Hardy. Right? right. Does does no one see this happening? Where was he drinking? And did someone not notice he was plastered? Who let him get behind the wheel of a car? Right. And I'm not saying he's not responsible. What I'm saying is if if I was with my friends, if I was with you and Anthony, mm-hmm. and you knew I had an alcohol problem, right, and I was out with you guys and I was drinking, and when you guys let me go, I don't follow. Right. You know what I mean? And as far as his punishment, I mean, I think, didn't they fire Jeff Hardy? At that point, they did. I believe so. So maybe it's time to let him go and get help instead of just putting him in a rehab center. Let's have some. Let's have some repercussions here. Right. Let's have some tough love. Fire him. Yeah. Tell him when you get your act together and you can prove that you're clean. We'll talk. Right. Because they're letting perfectly good wrestlers who have no problems go, and they're letting someone who obviously can't control himself stay. Right. So, in my opinion, he should be fired, and set to, not he should, and go to rehab, and mm-hmm. then you know we'll talk in a year when you're you know when you've got something going here you know when you can we can come back and have a conversation we'll revisit you in a year, but you're fired. Right. No one no one sees. I I saw the the Yoko doc. Yoko had an issue. No one really was like, hey, Yoko. Alcohol. Um. I think it was alcohol. It, it wasn't to this extent. It was alcohol and eating and just they tried to get him on a diet plan and he just kept going. They finally fired him and then he, he passed. Uh, Umaga had 
you know, issues. Like, it runs, I don't want to say it runs in that family, but, you know, if you know that there's an issue here, you know, come together, pull them out of it, and help them get on the right track, because it's, it's only a matter of time before he hurts himself or somebody else, you know? I mean, you can't tell me Jay Uso didn't know Jimmy had a problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look, the, the history of wrestling is, is littered with drug addicts, mm-hmm. alcohol problems, young deaths, unfortunately. Right. And a lot of them, what I find fascinating, again, you talk to these guys, they all knew these guys had problems. Right. And that nobody did nothing about it. I mean, look like Eddie Guerrero, you know, went, went and had a bad yeah. car accident. And like, mm-hmm. you know, like, like we're... They all claim to be a brotherhood, and yet when it comes to alcohol or booze, you know, alcohol, booze, or drugs, what is it, hands off at that point? I, I don't get it. It's like baseball's unwritten rules. Like, oh, we, we, can't, we can't talk about it. Right. And, and you have to know, I mean, the guys are like, oh, he was in the ring and he could barely stand up. He shouldn't be in the ring. Right. You, fi- you tell him, you go to rehab or you're fired. Yeah. End of story. You know, I mean, you you could make an argument that WWE does not care about its people. You can make a, many arguments about that, mm-hmm. but this is one of them, right? You're telling, they, you're they, telling they, me WWE can't come up with something that says, hey, if you're out drinking and you've had too much, here's a line for our car service or Uber. It's on us. Get home safely. Like the NFL. The NFL instituted this a couple years ago. There's a hotline you call. They send a driver. They take you home. Well, I mean, if you're Jimmy Uso and you know you drink, mm-hmm. why do you get behind the car? Why do you get in the car? Yeah. Because if he was just getting drunk all the time, nobody would say anything. Right. But he keeps getting behind the wheel. Exactly. And this time, it could be it could be prison time this time. Yeah, it's true. You know? I mean, I know somebody who got TW, two DWIs and got put in jail for the second one. Yeah. You know? So, I, I don't know. It's it's a sad story. I don't know what his what his deal is. And, What's you know, he's either, like you said, he's either going to kill somebody or himself. Yeah. And they're all going to cry and say how sad it was, but nobody did a damn thing about it. To help him out. It's true. And, you know, and if you listen to Jeff Hardy now, he'll tell you. That Matt and all of his friends were like, "Screw this! You're you're getting. You need to straighten out, right. or we're done with you." It's true, right? There, and here he is, all these years be, later, he's fine. Yeah, there needs to be that tough love. You have to, right? Do and it. at some point, you got to be like, "Screw this! You need to straighten up. Mm-hmm. You're out." Yeah, and we don't want to see you until until you're a year sober. Yeah, it's and true. then we you know we know this guy has a problem too. What about having a sober coach on in the WWE? Yeah. Right to help these guys who have substance issues to check in with them to make sure they're all right because I mean nobody's nobody's watching these people, yeah, obviously. So that's why don't they reason. do something like that? How how hard is it to have a, a sober coach on, you know, on your roster? Yeah, traveling with both shows, all three. Exactly. Shit. Exactly. Yeah. Looking out for potential issues. Yeah. And you can get ahead of it. You know, someone feels like they're having a problem. You can get ahead of it. You can even you know? start at an NXT at the Performance Center. 
Well, that's what I'm talking about. It should, be, it should be everywhere. It should yeah. be. You should be monitoring for issues, and if something comes up, we deal. We deal with it now before it gets out of hand. Right. That's very true. You know, I mean, why not? Many companies do things like that. They have outreach programs and things like that. Why wouldn't WWE? They have doctors on staff. They have, you know, people on staff. Why not add one more or three more? Like you said, one for each show. Mm-hmm. It's very true. You know, would solve and if we see a problem, we'll deal with it ahead of time. And there's no repercussions. You come to me, we deal with it. You're not in any trouble. You're not going to get fired. But if we find out otherwise, you're out. You're out the door. Yeah, that would be. But if you ideal. come to me ahead of time and say I'm having a drug problem, we'll deal with it. You know, yeah. we protect you. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I agree. I, I think that would be perfect. Now let's get into it. Uh, the encyclopedia was gracious enough to insert his picks. For I see he, he made only made one comment. But one comment. I'm sad that there's no more notes. I reject these picks on that. There, We should make his picks have to be uh, 50 words or more. Yes. <laughs> like Twitter, 128 <laughs> characters minimum. <laughs> whereas, we, whereas you and I could say uh, Moxley. He has to say, <laughs> I picked on Moxley because I want an essay. <laughs> yes, I want to know why. <laughs> why you chose Moxley. I need three reasons why you picked on Moxley. <laughs> and not just because. So next week, like, yeah. next week we institute that rule. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be coming in next week. So let's jump into it. Uh, first match on the card, Penelope Ford versus Yuka Sakuzaki. Now, truth be told, Freddie and I had to look up this young lady because we had no yes. idea who she was, and we realized she was on AEW for a spell, and then COVID came. Yes. She be- she actually so, beat Britt Baker. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with know. Ford just because yeah, I, me too. I have no idea. Hey, I guarantee that Stevie's going to go 0 for 5 this week. <laughs> so Stevie will join us later on down the road. But um, for the time no being, picks. Stevie G is on the uh, no picks. So I'm going to say that my picks were so incredible and my championship brain has been so devastating that I've driven him from the Federation. <laughs> You've demoralized That's him. That's I'm going to go with. To the point where he doesn't want to make picks anymore. He's going to have to go back and reinvent himself as a different character. So <laughs> he'll, he'll be back at some point. Uh, encyclopedia. I was trying. I was. I was trying to get encyclopedia. I was trying to needle him today, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't go for it. <laughs> now that he knows, you'll have to get him a different way. I'll get him. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not so done with him yet. Encyclopedia's pick for tonight for this match was Ford as well. So it's Ford across the board. Okay. Next match is Matt Hardy versus Christian. Encyclopedia chose Christian and said, what happened to fresh matchups? See, I disagree with that. I don't have a problem with this because Christian is not in the title picture. So I don't have a problem with him fighting somebody else. You know, I'm okay with this because he's not clogging up the title picture. What I find interesting on this show, I meant to mention this before, is there's um, not a legitimate AEW title being defended on this show. You notice that? The main event is the IWGP title. Yeah. 
and the FTW Championship. So no legitimate AEW title. No legitimate do. titles on this show. It's and true. there's only, what, five matches? It's going to be a short show. Yeah. So be prepared for a lot of segments and Ugh. yeah stuff like that. Um, I'm going to go with Christian Cage. I think you've got to keep his momentum going. And Matt Hardy, I just... I feel since his um, broken Matt Hardy character really fizzled there, he hasn't really done much. He's with... Um, what's the tag team that he's with? Private, private, private Party. Private Party, right. And he's also has um, Jack Evans and Angelico on his roster. Right. Yeah, I, so, I guess Christian as well. All right. All right. So the next matchup is Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks. That's Taz's son, right? No, Ricky Starks is not Taz's son. The other guy is. The other guy, right. I can't remember his name right now. Wedge or something like that. He's got a stupid name like that. <laughs> right. Butthole or whatever. I don't remember his name. <laughs> they've Hook? been teasing. Hook? Which one? I think his name is Hook. Is it? It's like a one-worder? Um, I... Yeah, hang on. I'm looking it up. So they've been teasing the breakup of Brian Cage from Hook. Team Taz for a while now. Do you think this is finally the time where where it happens? Um, yes. I think um, Brian Cage wins, and at the end, they all attack him. Right. And we go on to who gives a crap. Because Powerhouse Hobbs stinks. <laughs> and uh, Ricky Starks has been mismanaged. I, like, I don't think Taz has done any, guy, any one of these guys any favors. Right. He's done nothing to make them any better or elevate them. I mean, Brian Cage was fighting for real championships a few months ago. Right. He had. Right. Didn't he have the giant chip? Yeah. 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 He won the uh, Casino Battle Royal. Casino Battle Royal. That's what it was. I mean, he um, should be challenging Miro. That might be an an interesting that match. That might be interesting, right? So they have to turn him in order to do that. I would imagine. I guess. Right. I think I think Starks wins this one. Ooh, look at you going against the grain. I'm I'm sticking with the encyclopedia. He's hot right now. <laughs> I think Starks wins. I think they turn on him, and to keep the FTW title with Team Taz, I think that's how they do it. They kick him out of the group and they keep the title. Okay. You're wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, encyclopedia <laughs> picked Cage as well. He's on a hot streak. Well, somewhat. We all went two and two last week, but um. He could go a hundred and and zero and still not even be in the title. It's still not, so. not <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Next up we can is stop a... picking for several weeks. He's still not catching yeah. up. <laughs> exactly. Um next up is the coffin match with Darby Allen versus Ethan Page. Here. Encyclopedia chose Darby Allen. Um I'm gonna have to go with him. I think it's Darby Allen. I don't think you make him lose to Ethan Page at this point if you're building him towards the top of your card. Are you, though? 
where where would I'm, you where would you put it? like I, I can see him maybe not being top of the card because Omega and that's kind of backlogged, but he's that first tier after. Yeah, I don't, you know, I'm I'm on the fence on this one because I can see Ethan Page winning to con- to continue the feud because mm-hmm. Scorpio Sky could definitely interfere. On the other hand, you know, Darby's the the crowd favorite, and you know, like you said, you might not want to lose his momentum. So I guess I'm going to go with Darby, but I I certainly could see Page winning as well. Because I mean, what really? What are they going to do with Darby when this feud's over? Like, I don't really see what the, what the next steps are. Like, I would love to sit down with AEW and be like, okay, what's the plan for Darby over the next year? What's the plan for Jungle Boy over the next year? I don't think they know. Right. I think it's a. I don't think they plan more than a couple weeks ahead. Right. When they had all this time to start with to really figure out directions for guys. Yeah, but they can't because they kept signing more people. Right. You know what I mean? Like when you bring Miro in, you're not going to sign Miro and have him do nothing. Right. Right? You're not going to sign Christian and not use him somehow. You know what I mean? So, like, you can't go with the plans they originally had unless that's the roster you're going to keep. That's true without making any signings. You're right. Right? I mean, you got to fit people in. You're not going to sign a a Miro and go, all right, well, you know, sit on the sidelines. We'll call you in six months. You're going to put him on TV. Right. And you you know, and a guy like him needs to be in the title picture. Yeah. So, true. so unless you're gonna keep twenty five guys and never sign anybody else, your the title the picture is always gonna change. Injuries. You know, fan star. I mean, look at Orange Cassidy. Did anybody really think Orange Cassidy was gonna be over when it first started? <laughs> right. And he's right. So and he's like right got his own shirt. I mean, he's like probably <laughs> like their number two or number three guy. Right. So, and I he mean, hasn't you know, even he hasn't even sniffed a title. No, I mean his biggest matches have been against Jericho, and he didn't win anything other than he beat Jericho. Yeah. So. <laughs> and right. I think the easy the next match is probably the easiest one. Yeah. The right Moxley's not going to lose. Yeah, the main event is Moxley versus Carl Anderson for the IWGP United States Championship. I think this is Moxley all the way. I'm pretty sure you're in it the same boat as well. There's no way you give it to Carl Anderson. And I mean, Carl Anderson's a really good wrestler, but he's a tag team wrestler, right? He's not so there will guy. be there will be shenanigans, but he's not going to take the the. I mean, you know, I you almost could see it. if they're if they're planning on going back to Japan, mm-hmm. you could almost see him putting the belt on Anderson to get it off of Moxley. But now Japan's on lockdown. Right, so it's not going anywhere. So no one's going anywhere, right. so you might as well just leave it alone. Like, if they would have done that, they should have let Kenta beat him then. Right. They just announced that the Olympics are zero fans, so Japan's definitely not opening up anytime soon. Nope. So that's that's our picks for this evening. Rob, do you got anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm look, just looking through our list here. I think we pretty much covered everything. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing Anthony put this CM Punk thing down, which I could care less about. Yeah, that whole um, thing, Punk got his ass beat, and because of <laughs> they the took guy, they turned it into a no contest, which is stupid in my opinion. Punk is, he's not going to fight anymore. 
I don't even know what he's doing anymore. You know, let me one quick question for you before we mm-hmm. we hang up. Um, so do you see Punk back in the ring at any point? I feel like if it's gonna happen, it has to happen within the next year. If not, I feel like that window's closing very, very quick for him. And all that momentum that he did have and the fan favoritism is dwindling. And I I just don't see that he has the love for it anymore. Where do you think he comes back to? I think it would be WWE because that's the bigger payday and the bigger pop would be there. Um, but I don't... I don't know if WWE has the interest or if Punk has the interest to come back. I'll be honest with you. I think time has passed him by. I think it's too late. Yeah. Nobody's chanting his name anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody's clamoring for him. I mean, people are like, oh, yeah, CM Punk. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But most people, I probably wouldn't care. Right. At this point, I think that window is closed. I think when he was doing... When he was doing, uh, what show was that where he was Backstage? doing commentary? Backstage, was it? Yeah, he yeah. might have had a chance because people were starting to talk about him again. Right, you were getting the chance again at the arenas, yeah. Right, but I think that's over. I think he's missed it. Yeah. Which is a shame because I think he had one more good run in him. I think he should have come back. I think he should have come to AEW and had a, a, a good run with them because they would have handed him the mic and let him do whatever the hell he wanted, basically, yeah. I think. They would have given him the mic and the title and let him run with it. Right, and you know, and, and I could see him and Omega and him and Moxley having some good matches, maybe mm-hmm. him and Jericho, and then like hey, I would have come back for like I'm coming back for a year. Let's get all these matches out of the way. Right. You know, let's let me do my thing. I mean he doesn't even he doesn't need a title. Right. Yeah, he no, needs an he attraction doesn't. all on his own. It could be just come back and have great matches against certain you know, these are the guys I want to fight. Let's set these up and then let me out of here. Right. Special attraction. You know, you don't need to slap a belt on him. He don't need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, but, he's going to move merchandise. He's going to bring fans in the seats. But yeah, like I mean, you said, I uh, right? that, I mean, that window's passed. All on its own. I can name five guys I'd want to see him fight on, in AEW right now. Yeah. Right? But mm-hmm. you know, I think he, I think that window is either rapidly closing or it's closed. Yeah. I, I so. completely agree with you on that. So with that being said, we thank you guys for listening www.thesportsfrenzypodcast.com, The Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter, and The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Peace.